Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rick Sincere. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. Awesome. Hey, how y'all doing, man? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, man. I'm geeked to be joined today by my boy Rez, man. Rez, how you doing, bro? Yo, Rez Nation, stand up. What up, man? Rez Nation, stand up. I'm geeked to be here as well with you, my brother. Yo, man, I've been um, just kind of watching um, watching how you're moving a little bit, man. I've been uh, paying attention to what's been going on on, um, on Facebook and just kind of watching your posts. I know you're a Washington Redskins fan. Um, and, and, you know, and let me just say before we even get into it, you know, I'm going to say Redskins a few times as we go through this, um, as we go through this interview. But, man, I see that you're upset about what's going on with the with the Washington football team at this point. Um, as you know, if you're a listener, you know that the Washington um, Redskins, a formerly known team as the Washington Redskins, they are now called the Washington football team, right? Um, and their fans have to kind of, you know, deal with that. And and it's a big deal. It's a big change. And we're talking to one of the Redskins fans. And, and look, I mean, we've talked. You show me your collection, bro. I've seen your stuff. Like, you go yeah. deep with the Redskins, man. And so um, talk to me, bro. When you found out, when you heard that this was a thing, that the name change was real and legit, because we've been hearing rumors for years, but when you found out that it was real, how'd you feel? Man, I was very, very upset, man. Uh, I think it's absurd. I think it's ridiculous. Um, And quite frankly, this whole cancel culture that we got happening in this country right now, I think um, is a big mistake and messed up, man. Yo, at at some point in this interview, I'm gonna have to challenge you because you know you know you're the homie. Like, so we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah. So we're gonna have to talk about. It. I'm gonna have to challenge okay. you on that one. Um, but let's let's just get a whole scope of this thing first, right? Um, how does this name change impact fans? So, like, not just you, right? But I mean, you know, other other um, you know, Washington football team fans. How are they all affected? Um, I mean, I think it's kind of split right now. I know. It is that it's just inevitable. Obviously, it's already happened, but um, we are diehard fans, so we're going to love our team no matter what um, their name is. Uh, and I know that's for sure, but um, I know a lot of my people from back home, is we, we will always call them the Redskins, and that's who they are. That's who they always be, uh, no matter what they change their name to. But um, I think it's kind of split down the middle right now, and some people just – don't care they just love the team but um you know some of us extra extra diehards you know it, it hurts it hurts and it's gonna be difficult to uh to call them anything else but the Redskins right yo are you waiting for that new Washington football team Perry to come out the new what Washington football team paraphernalia you waiting for that joint to drop waiting no. for that new merch to drop <laughs> no not at all I will be uh, hitting up all my vendors that I know yeah. and buying as many jerseys that I can that have Redskins on them, man. Yo, let me – okay, let's let's hop in a little bit more. Are you more upset with the organization or are you more upset for the people calling for the change? Like, are you more upset for um, the culture, like we talked about the cancel culture, or are you more upset for the organization who decided to make the decision? Both. Um, I'm upset that – uh, the, or, the people who are calling for the change 
Um, to my knowledge, I could be wrong, so please somebody correct me if I am. Um, these people really aren't even football fans or sports fans at that. It's just their agenda or whatever you want to call it to, um, you know, not have anybody have their feelings hurt or think they're being um, wronged in some way or, you know what I mean, whatever. Um, and then I'm mad at the organization for breaking uh, tradition and something that stood since 1930. Uh, it might have been 42, but I know the Boston Braves started in 1938. And that that easily, it could just be manipulated and moved uh, because you don't want to upset any anyone else or you don't want to uh, think you're going to lose money. I understand business and I understand all that, but uh, just built on tradition, man. The Redskins are built on tradition. One of the last two teams in the NFL that has a marching band and also we're the, I believe, the only team that has a fight song. Um, and, like, I mean, it's been built for years. Uh, how do you go away from that? And it, it's just I, I'm eager to see what, what happens uh, going forward. Okay. So are you upset? Because there's a couple teams out there who still have their names and they're a little bit controversial. And I know when something happens to us, we like to bring people to the table, right? Like let's let, if it's going to happen to us, let it happen to everybody. So I'm going to name some names and you tell me, I'm going to name just a few team names and you tell me, should they be called to the carpet for it or not? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go, man. Um, Kansas city chiefs. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> and you sent me that shirt, and it upset me so bad because it was the Chiefs. And they sit in their stadium, and they go, oh, how offensive is that? Even for the Florida State Seminoles, I know that's a real tribe and everything, but they still sit in the stands, and the Atlanta Braves still sit in the stands, and they do the tomahawk chop, which should be so offensive. And you know what I'm saying? like. um I get, I get like back in the day, the Washington Bullets name was changed because we were the murder capital of the world at the point in time and they didn't want to promote violence. I get that. But to change the name um, over an actual chief who is the same chief, I believe, I could be wrong, so please people correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the same chief that we put on the Buffalo nickel of our United States of America is the mascot for the Washington Redskins. And, you know, I mean, they are getting rid of the coins, but that's a whole other topic and subject <laughs> or another day of what this country is doing right now. But um, I just I, – I look at it as a thing of honor, not a thing of disgrace or, you know, making fun of or anything like that. I, I thought it was honor, you know. Okay, okay. I'm going to name a few other names. You tell me should they be called to the carpet or not. Right. Um, you got a few of them out the way for me. Braves, the Seminoles. You think all of them need to be wrapped up and, and changed, right? Yep. So what, what would I you mean, call the Atlanta team? You've been here for a little bit. What would you call that Atlanta team? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want that answer, yo. Uh, but, uh, the, the Magic City Knights? Like, who would you call <laughs> uh, <laughs> not I don't know what Magic City is. Oh, okay, um, awesome, awesome, amazing, uh, amazing. So, let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Let's hop into this next one, man. Um, okay, the Boston Celtics. 
It's actually kind of made from like an Irish term. So Boston Celtics, if you really look at their logo, right, that's that's a man. That's a man not, who's not from here. What do you, what do you think? Do they, do they need to be called to the carpet? I mean, I believe everybody should, you know what I'm saying? But I don't believe in the change. It's like it goes like I'm being a little child right now. It's like mom comes <laughs> and takes something away from me. So all the brothers and sisters, they should have their toys taken away from them as well. I know it's not the same thing because I really don't want to change for the Redskins. So why would I stand here and say, well, you need to change the names too, because I'm in my feelings right now. And I'm going to let y'all know, <laughs> if we got to get changed, everybody's name needs to be changed to something culture appropriate, as they say. And that goes for the Celtics, the Vikings, maybe the Fighting Irish, right? Um, the Seminoles, the Braves, all those guys, they all need, they all need yeah. to be called to the carpet if y'all being called to the carpet. Amen on that one. All right, bet. Now, now let's hop in. Let's talk about what this Redskin term um, means. And I'm going to just read the definition from, um, from Wikipedia, just kind of give us somewhat of an understanding. Um, and actually, should I go deep? No, I'm not going to go that deep. We'll say it's just a Redskin is a slang term for Native Americans in the United States and the First Nation of, in Canada. The term Redskin underwent um, some type of issue through the 19th century and the 20th um, centuries in contemporary dictionaries. Um, it is labeled as usually offensive, disparaging, insulting, or taboo as it relates to Indian culture. So Indian people, um, there have been multiple surveys where Indian people have taken um, these um, terms, I'm sorry, Native American. I don't want to say Indian people, I say Native Americans have taken um, these uh, surveys and they have said outright that this is an offensive term. Now there've been multiple ones, right? But there is a certain percentage of those individuals who say this term redskin is an offensive term. And some people liking it to uh, liking it to let's say there's a team um you know called the you know the N-words or something like that, right? They they kind of say it like that, right? So if there's a team and and let's say Carolina changed the name from the, the Panthers to now the the Carolina, you know, N-words, then that's the way that they somewhat feel native americans feel about what um what was happening with the redskins right so the question yeah. is if that's the case if they truly feel offended if native americans feel offended by um by what we're by what they were being called on top of by that being a team name do you feel any way about that like do you do you feel um you know does that make you feel a little bit better about having the name changed no, it doesn't. Um, here's my reason why. Most of those those Native Americans who uh, said they were offended by those surveys are mostly Native Americans that live uh, towards the west coast of this country. Um, I know many, many Native Americans. My family is actually part Cherokee Indian on my mother's side. And I know many Native American people that live on the east coast and that still live there and are Redskins fans. And it's a term of honor. Um, they get, uh, if you go uh, to, as a season ticket holder to Redskins games, or you um, like, shout out um, Hellgate, Tailgate Barbecue, my boys out there, they always have multiple, multiple Native Americans there um, that are honored by the, by the name and the term. So, um, and that don't look at it as a term of uh, disgrace or uh, racial slur. Um, but here's what I, you know, I, I, I answer that question with this question. As much as, I know this is going to open up a whole can of worms, but as much as we hate the N-word, why do we use the N-word so much? Like, if if we don't 
like that word and are offended by it, should we should we not say that word? I don't know if I'm making sense the way it's coming out of my brain. Nah, nah, I feel you. You're, I, say, you're saying that. Okay, cool. You're saying that you okay that some and I'm I'm gonna read you another one because there is a poll that backs up what you're saying, right? And yeah. so there's a poll that backs up what you're saying. Um, came out in the Washington Post. Um, and I want to say the year I'm looking at the this article dropped in 2016. So there's a uh um article that dropped in 2016, the Washington Post. They gave a poll and it says the professional football team in Washington calls itself the Washington Redskins. As a Native American, do you find that name offensive? Or doesn't it or um doesn't it bother you, right? Um nine percent nine percent found it offensive, but ninety percent said that it didn't bother them. And this is in the Washington Post, right? One percent had no opinion. They actually sampled and okay, cool. This came out December sixteenth, right, to April twelfth. Um and it was a national sample of five hundred and four Native American adults, right? Um, just dropped in the Washington Post. And this supports what you're saying, where mm-hmm. 90% did not feel bothered by that, right? Yeah. So we'll get back into the the question about the, the African-Americans, right? So we, the African-Americans, like, I'm not one of them. So we'll get, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back into the question about the N-word, right? But there are yeah. 9%. So 90% don't care, but there's 9% yeah. that do care, right? Uh-huh. Do we have sympathy for the 9%? Or do we say, you know what, y'all just nine percent? Who cares? I mean, we of course have sympathy for the nine percent, but that doesn't mean you change the whole world over nine percent. Um, I'm sure everybody in this world would be part of a nine percent of something that bothers them. Does that mean it's gonna that the government or whoever the powers that be is gonna change it? No, that's just how you feel. It doesn't mean that I'm not saying it's invalidated on how you feel, but um. I just think you can't please everyone at the same time, but uh, it's a tough, it's it's a real tough situation to try to talk about and try to explain because it's just my opinion, you know, but no, I, I feel guess you, not, you know, it's, it not is tough. It, it's very tough, you know, and not, not to say that those 9% are invalidated on how they feel, but it's just, everybody has something that bothers them doesn't mean that it has to be changed just to appease those people. Um, and, and that's why politics and things like that is very hard and why I could never be in it. Man, I feel you on that. Um, so let's talk about this N-word right quick. It just rhymes with so much stuff. It's so easy to say. Um, when you're rapping, it's just a really good crutch to go to. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. if people don't understand that you're serious in a particular time, right. You can always say, well, my, I'm very serious. You know what I mean? Like, um, when I see somebody do something really cool, you'd be like, dang, that's my, you know what I mean? Like, or it, it's, it just rolls off the tongue so much. And I really, really hate the fact that it's so easy, um, to use and run with stuff. Right. Um, but at the same time, it kind of is. Right. And no, I don't think we should call each other that, right? We, I don't, yeah. but I'm, I can't front. It's just so, it's such a part of our, a part of our culture that like, yeah. when you, okay, let me ask you a question. When you see somebody, like when you see another black guy do something real, real cool, right? Do you, do you ever say it like in your brain? Like, like my, you never do it? I, mean, I say it all the time. I'm all right then. Fun. All right then. I'm, I'm not. 
You know what I'm saying? But here, here's what I'm going to say back to that. I say it all the time. So if a white person said it in a, in a, in a endearing way, like we say it to each other, I would pause. I wouldn't be ready to. I don't know the endearing way that they can say it. I mean, but how can you expect other people not to say it? Like, you look at culture, look at music and everything that everyone listens to. They're hearing that all the time. If it comes out, why do we get so offended? I understand what happened back in the day. And we understand in the way someone says it. Like, if I said, what up my N-word to you with an E-R at the end, like, you would be like, why you say it like that? Not really. I'd excuse it. <laughs> Dead serious. Dead okay. serious. You know why? Why? Be- okay, so, okay, and this thing, I'm not saying this is right, but this is what it is, right? Between between African-American men, when, when the word is said, whether it's with an A or an E-R, you let it ride. Like, I don't, I've never mm-hmm. pressed the dude or charged the dude or, or had any issue, you know, with, with it being said. It's, it's something you just let ride. At the same time, if somebody of a different race uses the term, right, then it, I, don't, I don't know the endearing way that that comes off. Like, I don't know a way that they can say it that I go, oh, that's cool. I don't know. Yeah. Have you heard really it said? I don't either. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't know either, but in... In terms of what we're talking about, of uh, taking away the Redskins name or making it offensive, it's like, how can we, like, it's like on the same thing, but we're not, we're not making a mandate to cancel the N word. You know what I'm saying? Like, or now here's the problem, though. There's no, there's no professional organization or no professional team that's like out there using it all the time. There's nobody yeah. doing that. Right? If there was a yeah. team who was doing it, we'd try to cancel them. Hands down. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do people really know the chief that they're honoring and got permission from to use his face as the as the mascot? You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you really look at it, how could you be offended by it? And that's that's just where I come from on that on that uh, question. You know, like. If you know the backstory and why they did it and how they got permission to use it first, how could you want um, to just take it off, you know, or be offended by it when you probably don't even watch football or something like that? So I'll say this. Let's talk in terms of of overall organization. They're going to have to change the name to something. It can't always be the Washington football team. Like, I don't think that's going to take off, Right. So when it's time for them to change the name, what do you think they possibly change it to? <sighs> I mean, I guess my favorite would be like the Red Tails is what I've heard. I don't like Red Wolves or I forgot the other ones, but um, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I would I would be down for something like the Cherokees or, you know. That's dipping back in that that pool. But why not? You got the Braves, the Chiefs, 
<laughs> Cleveland Indians. We back on this. I mean, the Cleveland Indians, <laughs> not the Cleveland Native Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. They got the whole drum thing with no offense, but white people with little feathers on hitting the drums, screaming Indian stuff. But nobody's talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it just weirds me out that it's like all the focus is on the Redskins. That's all. That's real. That's real. Um, but like, it, it is a slang term, and some people were offended by it. And I guess if you could, if you could, not offend anybody with your name, which I think there are certain team names that don't offend anybody, like the Saints, right? Who gets offended by that? Nobody, right? Oh, they got it perfectly. Right. It's perfect, right? So, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> look, man, let's let's hop into it. I want to talk about, and you know, what we'll do for the Washington um, football team. We're just going to go for you, man. I just want this to be like a rev edition of, you know, just an ode to the Washington Redskins. Um, when the team was named the Washington Redskins, um, I'm going to ask you kind of point by point who were some of your favorite positions, right? So your favorite Redskins quarterback of all time, your favorite running back of all time, your favorite wide receiver of all time. Not all of them would just go through those three. And then the rival and the, the biggest moment, right, for you as a, as a fan. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. All right. So, so, for the Washington Redskins, when the team was named the Washington Redskins, who was your favorite quarterback? The favorite Washington Redskins quarterback of all time? Um, I would have to say, um, hey, why my head just go blank? I my feel like Doug Williams. Doug, yeah. Doug I, was Williams. About to, I was about to ask you. Okay. Um, um, I think that for the times – to be the first black quarterback to go lead a team to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl and be the MVP. Um, there weren't many black quarterbacks back then. Um, I believe that it was that was the start of changing the game of football at the quarterback position. Um, it took a few more years before uh, it really took off. Like I think Vic really um, took it off when he came on, but um, Doug Williams, man, favorite quarterback of all time. And then Mark Rippin, was my second favorite quarterback. And those are two guys that um, won Super Bowls when I was alive, you know what I'm saying, that I could distinctly remember. Bet, bet, bet. All right, now tell me, when the team was formed, when the team was named the Washington Redskins, who was your favorite Redskins running back? Favorite Redskins running back? Um, I wasn't alive watching them playing, but I like Larry Brown. Um, he's from the 70s. John Riggins uh, was a awesome. They call him the Diesel. Uh, but more recently, um, Clinton Portis was a beast. I love watching him play. Uh, that was my guy. Um, he still lives in the area, still a big part of the organization. Uh, real good, real cool guy. Um, and then there was like a fullback slash tight end named Chris Cooley. Back in the day, a little bit, and nah, I know Chris play. Cooley. I like Chris Cooley. He could play. Yeah, yeah. He could play, man. And uh, yeah, that that probably be for running backs. But you know, we had like Terry Allen back in the day. Um, I remember Terry he was good, and uh, I can't remember. I can't remember all the names, but you know, what you feel about Adrian Peterson? Um. You know, being being your running back, you you guys just got rid of Darius Geis. I don't know what the allegations are on him, right? Um, but Darius Geis was, you know, he was a running back for my LSU Tigers. 
and he was he was getting ready to come. He had got hurting for you you guys like twice, right? We were kind of waiting for him to blow up, and now he's like getting kicked off. Um, I don't know what's up with Adrian Peterson, but how'd you feel about him for the last two years? How'd you like having him on the team? Man, he is still a beast. And if we got a solid offensive line, man, he could really do some damage still. I think he's a thousand yard rusher all day, all day, all day. You know, and um, at his age, uh, it's just the proof of the age is starting not to matter as much. I mean, we had uh, Tom Brady be in his forties and still playing like uh, MVP um, to uh, multiple older people in the in the league now where. Normally their time would be up, but um, AP man, he he can play. Um, if we if we can solidify our, our offensive line, um, I really believe he'll have a thousand yard rushing year uh, this year. Bet yo, so okay, let's talk about wide receivers. So your favorite when the team was named the Redskins, who was your favorite Redskins receiver? Oh man, it's got to be Art Monk. Art Monk eighty one, and then we had Ricky Sanders and Gary Clark. Um, then back in the day, we had Charlie Brown, um, and then <laughs> never mind. I go tell that story. Or the guy on Monday Night Football calling saying Charlie Brown caught an amazing pass and ran for a touchdown, and he called him said he looked like a monkey running down the field. Oh, whoa! That was back in the early '80s, I mm. believe. And uh, yeah, that was wilding, wilding, <laughs> wilding. But um. Um, yeah, Monk, Clark, Sanders. Um, right now we got, uh, is it McLaughlin? Uh, Terry, M- M- what's the number 17? The new guy we got oh, from Ohio State. Yo, hold on. Um, he's going to be an dude. animal. Um, but we got some great ones, man. They call him Sam Scary Pe- Terry. Yeah, Terry McLaughlin or something like that. Let's see. Um, but uh, why his name escaped me right now? McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah, McLaurin. Yeah. Yo, do the burner, um, and he got busy last year. Yes, he did. He got busy last year. Scary Terry. Look, and and if you're listening to this, you play fantasy football. Um, last year he actually shined as a fantasy football guy. Easy pickup, dude. So, um, if if you see him out there in your draft, I think this year could be a pretty decent year for him. Yeah. Yeah. Another one of my favorites was uh, Santana Moss. I like Santana. I, I love when the little guys explode yeah. and can play well. You know, um, man, there's so many, but I would say that my main ones was Art Monk, Gary Clark, and Ricky Sanders, man, for sure. Do you have a favorite Redskins defensive player? By far. I mean, the obvious is Dale Green. He's a Hall of Famer fastest guy in the NFL, even when he was like 40 years old. Yeah. I mean, that guy ran like a 4-2-40, something crazy like that. But, like, even though he didn't play that long, my number one favorite player really on defense was my man, LeVar Arrington. Yeah. Like a beast. <laughs> him, him and Sean Taylor. Rest in Bet. peace, Sean Taylor. Bet, yeah. Some of the greatest players I've seen in my lifetime, like, and I also love LeVar so much because he pretty much murdered Troy Aikman on the Cowgirls. <laughs> and sent that man to retirement early. So. Real well, not early. early but, nah, yeah. it was early. Yo, <laughs> let's talk. I mean, based on the way quarterbacks are playing now, him leaving, was that was kind of early. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Look at LeVar Arrington, man. He was one of my favorites, too. I ain't go front. I really loved him. He did, he was not um a a sound player. He wasn't one of the guys who just you know played within the system all the time. He played outside of the system, right? Yeah. But that dude was a beast, man. And Sean yeah. Taylor, um, like you said, rest in peace. Sean Taylor was a monster too. Absolutely, yeah, man. Just straight born to play football. Don't really follow plays, but just had a nose for where the ball was going to be at, and ended up at the ball every every play almost, man. Killing people. So, in your opinion, who's who? Even the Washington football team right now, who's your biggest rivals? Oh man, it's anybody in the NFC East? The everybody. Cowgirls, anybody <laughs> in the in the NFC East? Yeah, I'm saying, but out of all yeah. three of those teams, which the one? Cowgirls, like, number one. Cowgirls. Bad. Okay. Number one. Okay. I mean, what's the hate know, about? I don't know. When you grow up in the DC area. You're just born and bred to hate the cowgirls. You hate the Yankees. You hate uh, Boston Red Sox because, you know, you grew up Orioles fan before the Nationals came to town. You just hated those rivals, and that's just what it was. But here's the thing, though. when Whenever we play in our division, it's always going to be a decent game, and it's going to be a hard-fought battle. And I love the tension and the bickering and the fighting when it comes to NFC East games. Um, I would say the Eagles would probably be the second one and then the Giants. But they all – I mean, we always battle with each other. So, but Cowgirls for sure. I hate the Cowgirls. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and then give me your favorite moment. Like, one of your favorite moments as a fan. Number one favorite moment, I believe it was the year – it was the 2004-2005 season. Um. Mark Brunel was the quarterback. It was Monday night football, fourth quarter, with six minutes left to go in the game. We're playing the Dallas Cowgirls. We're down 13-0. And the rest, and Brunel threw two long bomb touchdowns to Santana Moss for us to win on Monday night football, 14-13. to Absolute greatest memory that I have. Everyone thought the game was over. It was in Dallas. And... It was like six minutes and 32 seconds left. We uh, started driving. Then Brunel threw like a 52-yard touchdown to Santana Moss. Then the Cowgirls started driving a little bit. Then we stopped them. They punted. And then he threw like an 80-some-yard touchdown to Santana Moss with less than two minutes left to win the game 14-13. to Greatest uh, of my memory right now of, of time of what I can think about. I love and, uh, it. And then back in the day in the uh, – in the uh, was it the '72 Super Bowl versus the Dolphins? I wasn't alive, but to see that run by John Riggins break the tackle and head up the sidelines against the Dolphins to seal the game in the first uh, Super Bowl for the Skins is an awesome moment for uh, Washington Redskins nation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, look, you got you got music coming. You got you got something coming. You got to tell the people about. Oh, man, yeah, y'all. I've been working two years on an album. It's called Back to the Truth. Um, and through the music, you're going to understand what it is. But I correlated it with my number one favorite movies of all time. It's the trilogy, Back to the Future. Um, so there's a lot of surprises in it. I took some songs from the past. I did songs that relevant with the present. I did a futuristic-type song. And I got a Western-type song to correlate with everything. Um, I love it. Um, a lot of hard work has gone into this. 
And um, I don't feel like anybody's really doing themed albums anymore. Uh, where you when you get when you buy the CD or or the digital album, you get you're gonna get 20 to 21 tracks. And um, I'm doing a full blown like back in the day hip hop album uh, that's gonna tell a story. So I'm really excited about it, man. Absolutely, bro. Yo, man, and then tell them where they can find your your radio show. Because what happened oh, today is I'm interviewing you, then you switched it and start interviewing me, then I switched it, start interviewing you again. <laughs> I know, man. It's, I realized what I was doing. I was trying to bring it back to the thing. That was my bad, bro. Nice, no, all good. Just, Tell the people. Hit me, man. Oh, man, y'all got to make sure y'all check out my show, Rez Mason, uh, only on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, powered by Dash, God's Word Amplified, every Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern. And then the replay is Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern, man. Make sure you check it out. Also, check out Rhythm and Praise Radio, also powered by Dash. It's a new gospel R&P station, gospel's R&B, also curated by those factors and MC Nice. Um, Just great seeing things being moved in the culture and for the kingdom and glory of God, man. Uh, Make sure y'all follow me, man. I am Resurrection. On all social media platforms, I-A-M-R-E-Z-U-R-R-E-C-T-I-O-N. And follow me at Rev Nation GHD Radio on Instagram. Y'all. Holla at me, man. All right, bet, man. Yo, thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you. Hey, man, much love to you, Rick, man. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, yo, yo, you on the album, too, man. So thank you for that. Yeah, man, and, uh, look. It's a blessing, man. I can't wait for that joint to drop, man. Um, I've, I've been still rapping in the shadows, so we'll see. I can't wait for that joint to, to, to release, man, so the people know what's popping. All right, well, I'm going to put my light in your shadow and bring you on out. Revitalize, <laughs> baby. You got something special, man, for real. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Hey, look. Absolutely. If you're, you're still listening to this, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Hopefully, you go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and follow Rez, man. You know what the deal is. Rez is amazing. So what I'm hoping that you do is follow him, follow the radio station. And when you go to um, GH3 Radio, you're definitely going to get the best of MTMV Sports. You'll hear our show there as well. So I hope you go ahead, subscribe to this podcast, and go ahead and follow God's House of Hip Hop and follow my man Rez. Yo, thank you so much. God bless you. We love you. Talk to you later. We out. Hey, are you a musician or someone with a small business and want to get more attention to your business and to your music? How about you hit an ad with the MTNV Sports Podcast? By doing that, all you have to do is DM me, Nora Natish, at Nora, N-O-R-A, underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H, on Instagram or Twitter. I will help you be able to get your song on our song of the week list and your ad for your business on MTMV Sports Podcast episodes. Hit me up if you want that hookup.